All right, everyone, welcome back to the Carnivaleros podcast, Tales from the Homestead, where we're talking about Tawesome Tales, the latest release from the Carnivaleros. Hey, guys, how are you guys doing? Great. All right. Yeah. All right. So this episode, we're going to be talking about the song, The Die Was Cast. And it kind of has a Eastern European polka feel to it. Uh, what's the story behind the vibe? Well, this song uh, originally appeared on the very first Carnivalero CD as an instrumental. Okay. And um, I wrote the lyrics uh, sometime in, the, I don't know, 2002 or 2003. Uh, but I wasn't really singing uh, in public yet, so I didn't. Okay. Yeah, since the first CD was all instrumental... Right. Uh, we just left it as is. But I had some lyrics, you know, that I thought would work for it. Yeah. But we just let let it go. So there you go. We had uh, the die was cast as an instrumental. Somewhere along the line, then I started playing it again and singing the the lyrics to it and made a new arrangement. And mm -hmm. uh, this this is the arrangement we came up with and uh, added it back to the. To the repertoire and so I wanted to re-release it as somewhat a new song yeah and uh, yet yeah, it does have that sort of Eastern European flair to it uh, I remember where I came up with the idea for this song okay I was in a shower in Jasper Alberta okay. I was in a band that was playing the Jasper Folk Festival uh, up in the Rocky Mountains of Canada and uh, I was rooming with Dan Sorensen at the time, and I remember being in the shower, and I, I had my accordion on tour with us. I was just learning how to play it, and this was one of the first songs that just came to me. It came pretty huh. easily to me, the melody. Yeah. And as soon as I got out of the shower, I went to the accordion, and I, I found a way to play that melody and get the chords in there. And... Uh, uh, that's how it came came up. Uh, when we were playing those Canadian festivals, we were hearing bands from all over the world, right. and lots of different odd instruments that I hadn't even heard of before. But a lot of bands with accordions, you know, so it sort of normalized accordions. <laughs> Made you more comfortable <laughs> with it. <laughs> so. Uh, so since I was hearing a lot of these, we, we were on tour probably for six weeks in Canada. We were hearing all of these bands all the time. So I was probably inspired by some of these bands I was listening to from, I don't know, Czechoslovakia. Right. Who knows where? You know, right. a lot of Eastern European bands were, were yeah. touring Canada. So, I and I feel like... Um, I remember we were looking at some Spotify stats or something the other day, and there was definitely like a, a, a brighter color over those countries. So I wonder if we should just oh. go on tour there. Oh, well, I, that sounds good to me. <laughs> they understand accordions. <laughs> who's, who's listening over there that can book us? Get us Czech a, Republic? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so, um, Okay, so you, you made the song first, and then you wrote the lyrics. What, um, what's the story in the lyrics or behind the lyrics? 
It's a cautionary tale. <laughs> Carl's Don't <right>. gamble. <laughs> well, I, to me, it, it sounds like Gary was influenced by a lot of the sort of Irish song stories that he used to play in the Mollies. Oh, okay. Um, it's one of those uh, cautionary tales of, you know, yeah, not, not putting all your eggs in one basket. Uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, diversify. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, you know, I worked for a long time with Nancy McCallion, yeah. and uh, I, I think of her as one of the great songwriters, uh, unsung songwriters, yeah. you know, unrecognized uh, to a degree anyway. But the way she has of turning a lyric, making it so simple, and yet twisting, twisting a story around to, to some surprising effect. Okay. You know, but sometimes not resolving it, sometimes resolving it. But uh, uh, all those tales of, you know, that come from sort of the Irish uh, influence, have a have a little edge to them. Yeah, have some teeth. Cool. You know, and that's that's uh, I think part of that. And I will have to say, this is one of the uh, maybe second songs that I've written lyrics to. It oh, was really? Really early on. So. Wow. Uh, so it's been sitting there waiting. It's been waiting. sitting there, you know, and I pick me, pick has me. It, has it stood the test of time? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. but I yeah. think so. It's just a simple little tale, yeah, and not too complicated, and uh, gets the point across. I yeah, think. it's a great song. It's fun to play live, and it's, it's really fun to play live. Yeah. Yeah. And and now the uh, on the recording, there's a lot going on in the recording. There's uh, quite a few instruments here and there, and it's fun to sort of try to hear everything that's going on. Do you want to break that sort of down for us so we yep. can well, use the cocktail effect to the best of our... Right, well, you, you take rhythm section. It's there all the way through. Um, <laughs> You've got a couple of, if I remember right, there's electric rhythm, acoustic rhythm, mandolin, accordion, and then in the solo sections, there's a second counterpoint accordion mm, okay. that, that's doubled with a 12 string so it doesn't quite sound like an accordion right yeah um, because i was listening it, to it i was like what what exactly are we hearing here right mm, yeah mm -hmm. it's it's the thing that i imagine could have been done with a clarinet or a, mm, mm -hmm. or a violin but since neither of us are clarinet players or violin players, um, <laughs> accordions and more guitars seem to be this. We the work solution. with what we have. Yep, yeah. Uh, it's like they say, uh, you know what the best microphone for a specific job is? It's usually the one you have, have in your hand. Yeah. Um, Unless then, it's Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've got some Radio Shack oh, mics. Oh, it's not. Let's not, not knock the Radio Shack. Not the Paisos. <laughs> they'll, they'll be antiques any day now. Uh, yeah, and then and season on a little bit of uh, percussion here and there. Yeah. And, uh, and mix to taste. Oh, yeah, yeah there was a... Uh, <laughs> I almost forgot, and I, uh, we just listened to it a minute ago, and I remembered that uh, to kick it in at, at, when the key changes and at the end when we're... We've sped it up some and are, are going all out on it. Uh, 
I was trying to come up with some percussion ideas to sort of drive it. Yeah. And as I was listening to it at, at that time, I was uh, sitting in a chair like this, and my foot was doing this, you know, as we were doing it. I don't know if you can hear this on the microphone. Yeah. But I thought, I like that sound. So I got a mic, and I put it <laughs> down by the chair. And so I recorded that sound. <laughs> Although the, the one, the chair actually over there behind the computer is actually, it, it has more, more uh, harmonies in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it has a better resonance. It does. Yeah, the resonant frequency is, That's is right. more so, flattering. So Carl found a place to place that in yeah. there somewhere, I think. Uh, for people that can't see, it's basically just a, a, a sort of a tall, desk chair yeah and yeah. it has like a metal ring around it where you can uh, at the bottom where you can uh, place your feet and it's 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 really loosey-goosey so it, you, you can really get some sounds out of it yeah so definitely doubles as a percussion instrument <laughs> in a pinch <laughs> <laughs> and yeah absolutely yeah great so uh when you have so many elements in the mix sort of from a production standpoint how do you how do you put it all together well, lots of muting of things that seem to be clashing. Okay. And uh, and fairly radical panning most of the time. I tend to be a a left center right guy for okay. the most part. Yeah. Um, so, for example, the the second accordion and the and the twelve string. Even though I, you know, the the concept is to make a new instrument, I still hard pan those to one side or the other so um so they, they are technically separate but right? because there's yeah, so much going they're on they're separate mix, but yeah. yeah they're down low enough that mm -hmm. you don't quite know the 12 string probably pokes out a little more yeah. due to its transient nature but um yeah just sort of shoehorning things in and um cool yeah and the uh the novel percussion yeah. instrument we were talking about reminded me of a story when I was at Sun Studio in Memphis last August. Yeah. And I don't know if you were familiar with this, but it was illegal to have a snare drum in a country song way back when Johnny Cash was making, uh, making music for the first time. Uh, and I think it's Walk the Line. Uh, I'm not sure which song it is, but instead of, having a snare drum because you couldn't do it for some reason whether it was that sounds like a sam phillips story but <laughs> yeah maybe it's the union yeah yeah but uh what it, what they did they took an acoustic guitar detuned the strings put a um put a you know a dollar bill like around the strings on the frets and then he just played it like a like a snare drum he just right. like strummed it like a uh -huh. You know, like a palm mute or beats. like a yeah, just to create the backbeat. So it's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out how to put that on a record ever since. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so uh, should we listen to the song? Anything else you want to mention on the song? I think that about covers it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's listen. All right. The die was cast. <laughs>
Okay.